welcome to the I Created That podcast. On this podcast, you can expect fun, laughter, inspiration, and some amazing tips to help you learn more about business, marketing, and Shopify. I'm your host, Sarah Jansel, a former 20-year corporate veteran and executive turned creative entrepreneur. Today, I'm the CEO of my own company, Jansel & Co., where we help clients build, brand, and grow awesome Shopify stores. I'll be hosting some of my favorite guests on the show to share some exclusive tips about how to start a business, grow a business, and feature some super cool entrepreneurs and business partners who can help you do it too. Let's get started. Welcome to the I Created That podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jansel, and today I'm going to be talking about a very seasonal topic, which is all about spring cleaning for your online store. I'm going to cover four things today that I feel are really important when it comes to tidying up what you've got online. And yes, it's a thing. (laughs) It's a thing. You do need to be thinking about your store seasonally. So today, You know, maybe you've been putting some things off for your online store. Maybe it's been a while since you've given it a good once over. You know, maybe you've got a whole list of things that you actually want to change, but you just haven't given it the time. Well, what better time than springtime when we're always thinking about spring cleaning? Spring cleaning isn't just for your home, but it is a great opportunity for you to take stock of what's going on in your online space. It's great time for you to make some improvements. So I'm going to share my top four recommendations when it comes to making changes. So the first thing I'm going to cover is all about the refresh. (laughs) So time to refresh your look and vibe. So while you can really have kind of a classic look to your online store, you know, remember sometimes seasonal changes really get your customers in the mood to shop. And I'm going to articulate that a little bit further. So there's like a whole ton of micro and macro holidays. I think when we think a lot about holiday time and shopping in your online store, we think a lot about like later on in the year, sort of that like September to December kind of thing where we've got all the real kind of, you know, Christmas, Boxing Day, like all the, you know, sort of major holidays. But throughout the year, there are a ton And it's a great time for you to be thinking about simple changes that you can make that will get customers in a more seasonal mood and want to actually purchase things. So the first thing is to make sure, and a lot of people don't know this, but if you are on Shopify, (laughs) if you're on Shopify, I can't wait to tell you this, you can actually create a copy of your online store that you can edit behind the scenes and publish it when you're ready which is like one of the best hacks, one of the best tips for you to do all the things that you need to do in advance and then just publish it when you're ready to go, which is really cool. And the other thing is like seasonal tweaks don't really need to be like an entire overhaul, if you will. You know, think about some simple changes that you could make for things like, you know, maybe it's Easter and you wanna put together some different things. Maybe it's Mother's Day and you wanna offer free shipping or you know, maybe it's Father's Day and you wanna offer some bundles or it's 4th of July and so you, know, you add some really cool Star Spangled banners or things like that. So there are some really simple things that you can do to start making your customers feel like they're in the mood, changing colors, changing language, You know, maybe a new pop-up to subscribe. I highly recommend changing those promos and those things will go along way to making sure that your store looks on point 
and is seasonal and is fresh. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, and this one you might groan a little bit over, but it is so important, is to tidy up your products. (laughs) I'm serious, tidy up your products. There are a few things that a lot of online store owners really do forget. And product pages and descriptions are definitely high up on that list. I always joke that like there's nothing in your online store that is gospel. It's not like a set it and forget it type of things. And your product pages are not exempt to this rule. I'm not suggesting that you need to go in and rewrite the entire product descriptions or anything like that, but making some simple updates to your products so that they look fresh, especially if you have customers that shop time and time, you know, that are repeat customers, or you have a product line where, you know, you have bestsellers or things that you sell all the time, taking the time to make a few simple tweaks to make those things look fresh will go a long way for people not feeling like, yep, kind of been there, done that, seen that, been here next kind of thing. So some simple changes you could make are maybe updating the photos, right? A lot of times we take a photo and then it becomes kind of dated or old, right? Or it doesn't match the aesthetic of your store. Or here's a really hot one because videos are high converting. So adding a video of your product in use or showing people a demonstration on multiple uses or things like that will go a really long way to helping customers decide whether or not they want to actually buy your product or not. And a common mistake for online stores is to actually put way too much information in product descriptions. I see this time and time again. How many people have been to an online store where you see a product description and you scroll and you scroll and you scroll and it just keeps going? Look, I know your product is unique and that is why you are selling it and it is so amazing, but there are different ways to reorganize that. Focus on what the product is, what it can do, What are the key benefits? How would somebody use it? And are there multiple uses? And one to two sentences max for these things. And then other information like ingredients or, you know, your shipping policies and things like that, put those into tabs. Like don't make those in the forefront for your customer. Don't make them have to work for it (laughs) and have to to actually keep scrolling. Uh, And then make sure it's in your brand voice. You know, if you have a fun store, but then you've got a really staunchy kind of product description that's boring, have some fun with that. Make it a little more exciting. And actually, Shopify Magic is one of the best tools that I have used recently that will help you to update and create new products descriptions super easy using AI. So artificial intelligence, uh, which is really neat. I tested it out uh, for a customer the other day, and we could even pick the tone, funny, humorous, serious, whatever it was, and it was pretty good. So I think it's a great starting point. Um, And then also for old or like last season type of products, you know, you don't have to just like make those die into the background or anything like that. What's old can be fresh again if you try creating a new sale collection or a clearance collection, or this is a really big hack that I didn't think of. And someone had told me about this when I had my online store and my God, did it work is hide the seasonal products until the next time. I had items that didn't sell in the fall and the winter, like one year. And I was like, crap, now I'm kind of stuck with these things. And I thought, well, I can really put them on sale. And I did for a little bit and people didn't really bite. And then I just took them offline. I just hid them because you can put them in a draft on Shopify. And the next season, we took new pictures with those products, accessorized them with the new line and all those things. And I literally sold out of them. (laughs) So what's old can be new again. And just because you didn't sell them this time doesn't mean they're not going to be relevant going forward. 
And that brings us to tip number three, which is all about how to reorganize your main menu. You guys, <laughs> your main menu, aka the navigation menu is one of the A, most important things in your store that it's clear, but also B, one of the most commonly overlooked areas in your store. By streamlining that navigation at the very top of your store that should have home and shop and about and how to get in touch with you, very, very simple things will go a long way to getting customers to convert to sales in your online store. If you make it too hard for people, they won't want to stay. Or as I say, if you have way too many things, and we run into this with clients all the time where we're like, there is just way too much in this menu. We got to streamline this. We've got to bucket it. We've got to create different menus. A confused eye just will not buy. <laughs> so got to keep it clean. Um, also, a great tip to creating super simple menus is just keep it simple like shop. Or if you have different types of ways that people can shop, like shop by brand or shop by category or shop by season, shop by occasion, a gift collection, those things are all great. If you can incorporate them under the main shop menu, good. If you can't, maybe one or max two more shop menus to try to keep things really, really simple. If you have a collection or an entire line of collections that's over like 10,000 products, we may need to talk about how to better organize those things. But for most clients who are in the hundreds or early thousands, you don't need to have a big long menu. And in fact, people just get exhausted trying to find what they want. You want it to be super simple. And remember, it's important to remember when updating your menu that only the most important links should make their way to the top menu. I gave you an example earlier, home, shop, about, contact. I mean, it's different for every store. In some cases, there's blog or recipes or FAQs. It really is brand dependent. But the thing is, with any of the non-important, like non-critical, non-crucial, non high converting items in the menu for your customers, throw them down in the footer. There's no place for them in your online store. And as long as they're somewhere that people can find, then great is what I would say about that. And that leads us to tip number four, which is share some fresh campaigns. My goodness, the seasons and these macro and micro holidays, in a lot of cases, I think have been created by a lot of the retail industry as it is. So take your opportunity as a store owner to capitalize on some of the cool things that really match your brand. Now, I will say, don't try to do everything. <laughs> and I usually do an episode at year end around holiday time. And I'm like, don't try to tackle all the holidays. You'll be exhausted. You'll be burnt out. Uh, and so are your customers too. They get burnt out too. But do tackle the ones that are really important to you. Launching fresh campaigns are always a good idea when it comes to getting rid of the old and in with the new when it comes, especially in springtime. Uh, so campaign ideas that are super simple and easy to implement can involve just, hey, featuring new products that you have, right? So new products that are seasonal. Uh, maybe you've taken products that you already have or you've and you've bundled them or you've bundled them with new ones. Maybe you've brought in gift sets or value sets, or you can offer a discount for this season or just target specific holidays like Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, or even your own spring cleaning event. <laughs> like, why not do that? I used to do a Christmas in July where I would actually try to get rid of a lot of the summer stock because I knew a lot of the fashions that I was selling in August, I would start to advertise for the fall. So, you know, there's no harm in talking about spring cleaning, Christmas in July, you know, whatever the thing is, be creative about it. 
And there are some super simple tactics that can earn you more bang for your buck when it comes to promotions. First and foremost, seasonal pop-up windows are the first thing, boom, they're going to pop up when customers visit your store, they're going to see them, and you can do things like exclusive spring offers, subscribe and save 15%, you know, whatever the thing is that makes sense for your brand. But having a pop-up like that and a way to capture client emails is going to go a long way if you are not doing this. Quick, go to your computer, (laughs) sign into Shopify, start creating one, um, because you need customers' emails to market and remarket to them. And it is totally, totally worth the 15% off or the 10% off or whatever the thing is that you have to make a great investment. SMS is another way, of course, if you're collecting phone numbers and a lot of the pop-ups will allow you to do a two-step. So of course, don't forget to do that. Um, But what I would like to say about all of this spring cleaning time is there are so many ways for online stores to have successful shopping seasons, not just at year end, but also in the springtime, also in the summertime, all year round. So if you want to keep consistent, make sure you're finding out what's going to work for you take away, you know, maybe one or two of the things that I shared today that might work for your store and try new things. Be excited about it. Make it fun for your customer, you know, maintain the lines of communication open your marketing channels, whether it's email or SMS or social media, or, and quite frankly, using all of the above <laughs> to share these campaigns, make sure they're visible so your customers can see them and, you know, have fun. So like I said, spring cleaning isn't just for your home. It is also for your online store. I hope you've enjoyed this and a few of the tactics I shared today. And we'll catch you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it helped you learn more about starting a business, growing a business, and doing more on Shopify. If you love this episode, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Your ratings and comments will go a long way to ensuring more people can find this podcast and all of the helpful tips that come along with it. And if you're looking for more awesome tips, you can follow me on Instagram at at Sarah Jansel or my business at Jansel & Co. Or if you're just starting out and looking to build a Shopify store, make sure you hop on over to my website at www.jancelandco.com slash free guide for the latest tips on how to be successful. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.